Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Gilmore's.ie or 042-966-7126. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, here for you. She sang publicly for the first time aged seven when she entered a karaoke concert and since then she knew she was born to perform on stage. She later joined the Billy Barry School and after her final leaving cert exam she boarded a plane to LA aged just 17 and she began to navigate her way through the tough music industry. She co-authored the hit song Too Little Too Late for singer Jojo in 2006 which reached number three at the Billboard charts and it wasn't long before she became an in-demand producer and composer writing songs for Britney Spears' One Direction Nile Horan, Westlife and many others. However, a few years ago she felt compelled to return to the stage and perform her own music. Her eagerly anticipated debut album Madness of the Heart was released in 2019 to rave reviews and despite the pandemic preventing live music, Ruth Ann gathered the cream of the crop of Irish female talent together last year to perform the most beautiful cover of the Cranberry song Dreams as the Irish Women in Harmony. The creativity is still flowing. She's released another single, FLY, which is out now. And I had the wonderful opportunity of catching up with Ruth Ann. I asked her, by, I started off the interview by asking her about the very bold title of her song. Basically, it's just the most passionate, most Irish way that you can really tell someone you love them. Um, I wrote it about my fiancé and I just looked at him one day and I was like, I really effing love you. And that's kind of the F, what the F stands for in FLY. But we did a nice clean version for radio and for all ages so that, you know, it's not, you don't have to do the bold version if you don't want to listen to that one. You're so right, though. It is such an Irish thing. Like, and it's that kind of passion coming out in the curse word, which I love. Um, But this is brand new, which means that you must be working on or you are ready to release another album maybe soon. Yes, I am. I've been busy, busy during the lockdown, finishing my next body of work. So there's definitely going to be a lot of new music out for me this year. So, we yeah. Watch this space. Yes. <laughs> okay, so your debut album, Matters of the Heart, I mean, an amazing album. I mean, it must Thank have felt you. just incredible to have something that you wrote for you out there that people responded to so positively. Yeah, it was amazing. I wasn't really expecting... The reaction has just been so amazing to see the songs be part of people's weddings and people's life moments and be on, you know, Love Island and Grey's Anatomy and and such big syncs that I just didn't really expect any of that because I'm just a brand new artist kind of starting from scratch like everyone. So, um, you know, it's just been amazing to see the reaction and I'm delighted and it's just nice to kind of have my own music out there. I saw your tweet, I think it was actually at the time when uh, The Vow, which is just such a gorgeous song as well, was played out on Love Island. And it was just like such an amazing tweet. You were just completely surprised and excited. And you could you could feel the energy in your tweet for for how excited you were about that. 
yeah, I was completely surprised. I was just watching the finale like everyone else. Um, so when The Vow started playing, I thought it was my phone or I thought one of my friends was playing it as a joke. And then I realized when we all kind of realized it was coming from the TV, um, I just started screaming and I was like, oh, my God. And then it kept playing and it went on for like four minutes of the song. I was like, oh, my God. So and then my phone started blowing up and then it went number one. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is insane. So, yeah, it was just a really special, special thing to happen for the song. You know, there's a lot going on in that album, you know, heartbreak, hope, love, learning from toxic relationships. There's a lot of uh, things that people can take from this. Is this your life kind of so far in an album? Yeah, 100 percent. It's definitely my 20s. Like I lived in L.A. for a bit. I had some really bad Hollywood um, relationships <laughs> with Hollywood boys that went wrong. And I think it's just uh, the journey of like me finding myself as a person, as an artist um, and kind of really what goes on. It's called Matters at the Heart because it really is all about, you know, relationships in that way and friendships and life and um, lovers. And and then it kind of goes all the way from like it starts heartbreak and then it gets to hope and then it kind of you find love again. And um, and then for my next body of work, it's definitely a bit of a stronger identity and my me being you know very strong in my identity and my self-worth and being a woman and my integrity and letting go of toxic relationships and being in love and not being scared to be in love and so yeah it's kind of yeah I'm excited for the new music to kind of show the next chapter oh that's yeah very exciting I think everybody really looking forward to that one now what did it feel like though you know getting back on stage pre-covid kind of um for the first time to perform after all the time of working in a studio on songs for other artists. Yeah, it was amazing because um, performing is kind of where I feel most comfortable. Singing, entertaining people is kind of my one of my favorite things to do. It's what I've always done as a kid. And I'm, you know, I think a lot of Irish people, we're just storytellers and we like to tell a joke and we like to entertain people. And I really missed that element of music when I was in the studio all the time. But I kind of have a nice balance of both. Well, before COVID, I had a nice balance of both. And now I'm just gagging to get back on stage. So I'm really excited for when I can start performing again. Oh, God, I think we're all just like gagging for a live gig. It's going to be just yeah. epic whenever that does happen. Um, and did you get support from people in the industry when you made the decision to kind of go, do you know what? I'm going to write music for me now. I've done that chapter of writing music for people like Niall Horan and Britney Spears and all the rest. I want this for me. Did you get support from industry people? Yeah, I think that um, it's not something that it was a thing of like, I'm stopping writing for the people and I'm only writing for myself. Mm. So it just became another layer to what I do as a creative and another outlet. Um, and I think at, anything anything with the music industry there's always going to be people who are like no you're just this or you're just that or you're too old or you know all this type of stuff but I don't really listen to people like that because they're just known as dream killers and I think that as a lot of people have proved like Sia and different people like it doesn't matter what age you are it doesn't matter you know if you're a writer and an artist or if you're if you just want to be an artist if you just want to be a writer there's no really no one can really define like who you are and what you want to do and they can't really put a cap on what you can achieve and um 
so I just kind of did what I wanted to do and um, luckily I've had a lot of support from the industry and I still write for the artists and a lot of artists that I worked with actually were the people that were like, wow, you need to do this. You're, you know, yeah. they love my voice or they were like, you need to do this for yourself. So I had a lot, you know, there's, di there's just different people say different things, but I just tend to just do whatever feels right to me and not really listen to yeah, too many people you're, you're, you're dead right and you know you have written songs for huge artists i mean um the song too little too late put jojo really on the map and you picked up uh, an award deservedly for that song as well niall horan as i mentioned britney spears as well like i'm making it all sound so glamorous no doubt it's not <laughs> all that glamorous but did it give you a buzz like when you heard songs like say uh, too little too late be played so much on the radio worldwide were you like oh my god this is kind of a bit unreal <laughs> yeah definitely um I still get like whenever I'm in the gym and you know the work bitch song yes. comes on for Britney and I'm in and no one has any idea that I wrote it in the gym I always kind of chuckle to myself or if I'm walking through a hotel lobby and I hear you know a different song that I was a part of or in a shop or you know or on the radio um yeah it's always an exciting feeling it's always an amazing feeling to kind of hear uh, work that you've been a part of like on the radio and being played or people singing it or covering it or it just shows how far music can travel and how much it can like connect people like all over the world but yeah it's I mean sometimes if I think about it too much I get freaked out and I'm like oh my god <laughs> how did this happen and oh my god how am I going to do that again and I and I get this like ah moment but so I try not to think about it too much and I try to just keep making like the best music I can make for other people and for myself. And I mean, you, you, that's what exactly what you're doing. And you seem to be very much on fire creatively the last few years. I mean, do you panic about writer's block? Do you ever suffer from it? Um, no, not really. I would say that I um, I'm kind of a, I've kind of realized the patterns of what I need to do to live a, a good li life and work balance. So mm -hmm. I don't work myself into the ground too much in the studio. I make sure that I have time to live and have conversations and um, make sure that I'm inspired to write. And I definitely have days where I don't write a great song and I'm like, okay, but I just, I just kind of, if I'm ever feeling like I'm hitting a rut, I just stop writing and I go and I do something else. I go and I talk to a friend, I go have coffee, I go talk to, like I have a conversation, do something, go for a walk, go, go out into the world because that's where the inspiration is for music. So I kind of always say to people, if you haven't writer's block, stop trying to write, do something yeah. else and then wait until the inspiration comes back again. That's some really good advice. And, you know, when you are in the flow and you, you are writing, how do you know, like, say, oh, God, this is this is a hit. This is going to be great. Or does that even cross your mind? I don't really think about songs, whether they're hits or not. I never really know because it takes a lot. There's a lot that needs to align for a song to really be a hit in the world. Um, and I more think about, do I love this song? Do I feel like this song is special? Would I buy this song? Would I listen to this song? And that is kind of the gauge. So I definitely have moments in the studio where I feel this kind of like, whoa, this is a really, this is a really magical moment. This is a really special song. But I never in my career have ever said, oh my God, whoa, we've just written a hit song. I've never said that. I've definitely felt good about songs, but I've never really thought this is a hit that's going to, that's you know, your change modesty, my life. you see, coming in, you see. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in terms of artists, say, that you'd like to work with or maybe collaborate with in the future, are there any that you're like, I would absolutely love to work with this person? 
I mean, I'd love to collaborate with Lauren Hill. I never, I don't think oh, that's going to happen. No. But that's like the little girl in me that my teenager in me would love to collaborate with Lauren Hill. Okay, um, I, I, I would love that as well. If yes. that ever happens, that'd be amazing. Yes. That would be unreal. Um, yeah, I'm kind of an old school gal in that way. I'd love all the, you know, I'd love to work with Ed Sheeran or Beyonce or um, Sam Smith and stuff like that. Or, you know, Stevie Wonder, who I met, but... I would love to like work with him. Yeah, so yeah, there's a bu awesome. bunch of people. Well, look, you never know. You never know. You uh, never you, know. You know, you had a hell of a year as well, not just personally with the album, but with the, obviously the Irish Women in Harmony. I mean, that was just such a huge success. And I think it's going to be forever remembered as one of those moments of joy in the midst of COVID. And, and this was very much something that you came up with. Um, were you, I mean, it must've been such fun to work on it. And uh, I wondered, is there any sort of, um, would you like to see something like this again, where you collaborate with a group of Irish female artists? Yeah, I mean, we're still, we're working on an album oh, um, wow. remotely because we, we're trying to uh, get together to do a writing camp with all the women as well. So it's definitely not over for the Irish Women in Harmony. It's kind of just, it's become a brand in its, in its own way. And it's just about supporting female artists and helping each other and being that community for the Irish talent pool and the, in the female side of things in Ireland, because there's so much talent. And in this country from the female perspective. And it's just about really trying to highlight that talent and get it out there. Um, so there's plenty more coming from Irish Women in Harmony. And I, it honestly really helped me through lockdown, that whole project, because I kind of made like all these new friends. We still chat. We were really supportive of each other's music and there for each other. And we understand what how the industry is in Ireland and the kind of roadblocks that we're up against. And we just came together and felt really powerful together. So, you know, that as you mentioned, yes, absolutely real kind of female empowerment moment as well. And and you know, it was it was so important that it was Irish female artists together performing like that. And I was very excited to, to hear that you guys are definitely gonna keep going in terms of an album, which is great. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I suppose for people like you who might be listening who are maybe kids in their bedroom who are writing their own songs or singing into their hairbrushes or you know and have this dream of of wanting to perform and make music what advice would you have for them I would say to practice 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 your craft I think that it's all about being prepared and meet and then meeting the opportunity and um, so you need to be prepared for when the opportunities come so that you can really make the most of them so I would definitely say practicing your craft and, and doing your 10,000 hours. So if you want to be a singer, do your 10,000 hours being a singer. If you want to be a writer, do your 10,000 hours, you know. And I would definitely say to trust the process and to remember that the music industry is definitely going to be a journey that you're going to have to go on. And it's a bit of a roller coaster. So you really have to love music a lot to stay in this game because it's not about money or fame. If, if, if that's the motivation, it, it's just not something that you should enter into. It's got to be for the love of music. And I would definitely say to just trust the process, trust your own journey and don't compare yourself to others. Be like a racehorse and just don't look left and right. Just go straight ahead for your, for your dreams and just to really believe in yourself and find people who are like-minded like you to collaborate with and who believe in you as well. Such brilliant advice. Listen, Ruthann, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time out Thank to chat to me. Thank you so much. Best of luck with this single and future work on, on the new album. And uh, listen, thanks a million for, for joining me on 11 to 1. Thanks a million. Strange. I'll never be the same. I don't want nobody else. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.